1: You're listening to Stage Door Podcast, the podcast celebrating theatre and creativity from on-stage mishaps
2: to career-defining moments. Hosted by thespians, myself, Tori, and co-host Eliza. Fortnightly, we will bring you industry professional guests, deep dives, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. Before we get started today... With a very special bonus episode, I would like to acknowledge that I am on Gadigal land and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. As Sydney prepares to be mystified by the return of Wicked the Musical to the Sydney Lyric Theatre in August, today we welcome back to the podcast Liam Head, who was most recently seen as Nick Healy in the Australian tour of Jagged Little Pill, and who has just been announced as Australia's fiero. Please, welcome to the mic, Liam.
0: Hello, hello. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Yes. Part two.
2: Back with a vengeance. I'm so excited to have you back.
0: Have you had anyone else on the podcast since? No! Even better! Back to back!
2: <laughs> Literally our last guest because we kind of switched everything around in order to get 10 Act Cabaret's episode so out now. So
0: funny. So funny.
2: But, well, welcome back. It's so exciting to have you back specifically to talk about Wicked. Congratulations.
0: Thank you so much. It's going to be a good time.
2: How are you feeling?
0: Yeah, good. You know, the same, like, the kind of, the uh, the nervousness, the excitement, the... You know, like, you're mainly nervous at this stage because you've done zero preparation. You know, you haven't done the rehearsal yet. Uh, Ask me on opening night. I'll probably still be nervous. (laughs) Um, But hopefully I'll know what I'm doing by that point.
2: Oh, it's so exciting. It's so exciting to see some really fresh, new, wonderful faces creating this cast. Yeah. I guess, what was the casting process like for you for Wicked?
0: I remember when we first got the email, we... uh, We had to, So I got married in December, like we spoke last time, Um, and the final audition was on my original wedding day, so I had to, yeah, push the wedding, you know, because work comes first, apparently, Um, (laughs) I had to push the wedding another two, two, three days, uh, which was totally, it worked out in the end, oh no! I th- either that or, no, I think, actually, I think Wicked was, was very kind and they're like, we understand that getting married is kind of a big life event uh, so you can come in early. So, that, so that's, that's, what, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, but sorry, that's just one part of the the, yeah.
1: the uh,
0: audition process. Yeah, I, I put a tape through. My dad read with me, which was great. He played alphabet. I'm really, I'm a bit confused as to why I didn't get the call up. Uh, oh I, I know no. Sheridan, you know, Sheridan's gonna be great but like, Kevin Head. They're was, missing out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then I was in the room, and I sang, and then I slept over at my mate's place, and then I sang the next day, and I did all the acting stuff, uh, and then I had to wait. I had to get married, you know?
2: Oh, you know, just got to do it. <laughs> yeah, got to do it. To a beautiful, beautiful
0: wife. You know, beautiful wife, yeah. And then, yeah, in in Jan, I had the, the, the final, final callback, uh, where I got to go in, sang, um you know all the usual audition stuff yeah and then and they put me on the spot as well because i had to sing the opening because fiero is is in the ensemble for the first number i believe and then he oh, goes amazing. and gets changed and then pieces yeah. out and you know yeah. watches watches some tv backstage so i had to sing that and that, that was fun uh, yeah. i saw ned the penis on the day. He is a mate of mine, so it's good to have a familiar face in there. Yeah. Now Gillhome, the casting director, love her to absolute bits. She makes everyone feel so comfortable in such a high-pressure, scary yeah. environment. Um. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that was kind of the process.
2: And then yeah. I had to wait
0: for like yes. like a few days. The, the long few days. But you've been, obviously,
2: you've been holding on to this for a while. Uh, yeah. Who? What was it like getting that call? Like, who are you with? Who was the first person you're told?
0: I was driving in the car on the way to pick up my wife from work. And I, my agent called and he said, are you alone? What are you doing right now? I said, I'm driving. He said, okay, maybe pull to the side of the road. <laughs> and I knew that, like, <laughs> the news was coming soon. Um, but pull to the side of the road either means... Uh, you're about to cry from happy tears or you might cry because you didn't get it, you know. Yeah. Uh, So even that news, I was like, I don't know where we're going. But Mark, lovely Mark Gogol, um, beautiful man, told me I had got it. And it's just a sense of peace and relief and excitement and, you know, every kind of emotion all at once.
2: And I assume then that your wife was probably the first person you told because you were on your way to get her.
0: Yeah. Yep, she was. She was the first person I told.
2: What was she? What was her reaction? Was she just over the moon?
0: She was. She was working at Seed Heritage in Brisbane at the time, uh, so it was like a stifled because she yes. was still on shift. Oh no! <laughs> uh, and then you know, you, I was catching up with a mate, and all you want to do is just say, "Hey, th- I, this is very exciting," but you can't. You have to keep it in.
2: Now, now it's out there. It's so exciting. You've got such a amazing principal cast alongside you where it's so excited to see yeah
0: I'm very blessed very honored
2: so excited to see you all work together such all all such wonderful new fresh faces which is just so exciting to see in theater yeah what challenges obviously you haven't started rehearsals just yet but what Not challenges yet. are you most excited for with taking on this role
0: yeah that's, that's a great question um I think I'm excited for his for his arc you know his mm-hmm. journey
2: yeah. um
0: unlike Nick you know where I kind of and I, I would, Nick was very exciting to like to delve into and dive into. It's yeah, of course. Um, but I'm excited to not cry on stage for every single scene that I'm on there <laughs> yeah. You know, that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. It's, he's got such a wonderful arc and he's just there to support the two girls, you know, yeah. and i that's such a privilege to be able to be in that role. You know, he comes on Dancing Through Life and then he goes like, what the hell? Just like, just chill out, everyone. And for something to absolutely happen, actually happen in his life to change, you know, whether that be love or whether that be a uh, moral understanding or just, you know, general maturity. Because yeah. um, I think he starts to show relatively young and then obviously is, what do you call it? Prefrontal cortex. He gets 25. He wakes up on his 25th birthday and he goes, oh, i have got to do something <laughs> about the world.
2: <laughs> it's all changed now. Yeah.
0: I'm not a dramaturg. Don't take that seriously. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's not what happens. So I'm excited to play that. I'm excited because he's got a wonderful mixture of fun and, you know, some sort of charisma that I can hopefully bring to it. Uh, and absolutely. and then he's got that seriousness and that, that weight um, that he gets to carry.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It feels like, you know, towards the beginning of the show, he's kind of so fancy free while living his best life, just doing whatever he wants. And you know, you do really get to see him oh, kind of his eyes be opened to the realities of the world and actually making the choice to make a difference in the world that he's living in, which is so wonderful to see. And it's going to be so I'm sure it's also going to be so fun to get to work through that yeah. every single night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be able to, to represent that on stage, because I think, you know, he's a winky prince. He comes from royalty, he comes from money and, um, Uh, so many people might think I don't relate to that. You know, I'm not in that top 1%, but like, you know, we kind of are, a lot of us have this privilege that we're born into. We get the opportunity to think, Hey, actually I, I can make an impact with how I think and what I say, um, whether that be really small, whether that be really big, it doesn't matter, but you get, you have that power. We all have that power. And I kind of get to, to show the, the importance of bystanders. You know, as as Fiero, which is very exciting.
2: And obviously, you would have listened to the show before. You haven't quite done it yet, but what's something a favourite line or a favourite moment that you have in the show? Whether it's for Fiero or just any of the cast in general.
0: It's there's this one line that Box says. Where what how is it? <laughs> it's it's when they're all there, you know, yes. and he's like. Oh it was and and the lion would not be such a coward today. I think that line is really great. Oh that end um so I will pick up around eight. Da-da-da-da-da. Screw the reserve each other. You put that one together. Da-da-da-da. I think that passage as well is really fun to sing. There are two moments for you.
2: given it given us more than we needed already. It's going to be amazing <laughs> on stage.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: <laughs> You'll be great. You'll be great. And then when you're not on stage, you can just chill out the back and watch Survivor. It'll be fun. That's
0: it. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Actually, that was cool. um Liz was on Studio 10 just before uh, yeah. myself and Robin today, and she is a sole survivor. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I'm like, on Studio <laughs> 10 with someone from Survivor.
2: <laughs> it's and come was, full circle.
0: I know. I, I can retire now. I'm, yeah. I'm done. Happy. Happy no, moment. I think
2: you need to be on Survivor first, oh, and then you can retire. My bad. No, you're so,
0: right. yeah. you're so right.
2: What was like, your first experience with Wicked? Obviously, prior to the audition, like, what kind of, I guess, feelings were you know have were evoked for you? You know, the first time that you like saw Wicked.
0: My parents didn't have a lot of money when uh, when I was growing up, and I remember one Christmas, uh, they must have saved a whole a whole butt ton to get me these terrific seats for Wicked starring Susan Maters and Gemma Ricks. Yeah um, in, at, at QPAC Pack at the Lyric Theatre. And yeah. I got the I got the tickets Christmas morning and I was like, this is so cool. I don't know what the show is, but this is so cool. You know <laughs> and I had to wait nine months because I'm pretty sure I saw the show in September or something. Like I had to wait a (laughs) long time. Maybe maybe I had to wait a month. I don't know. But in my (laughs) twelve-year-old brain, this is so long. Let's get to theater right now. I remember going to the theater. I remember having a wonderful time. It was it was one of the it was kind of one of the first shows that I saw. I I'd seen Annie prior. Annie was the first show I ever saw, but didn't really resonate. Yeah. Um. I'm not. No. Um. Nor nor am I. Daddy Warbucks. Uh, so, um, and then I saw Mary Poppins, which was a great show, but we were like really at the back. So, so, and I, and I was quite young, so I didn't know what to look and, and be inspired by. Uh, I could barely see over the head in front of me. And then I remember seeing Wicked and just falling in love. I just thought it was the greatest time, the greatest show. It's got everything for like, like it makes you think, it makes you feel, it makes you happy. It makes you sad. It's it's such an, and it's the kind of show, you know, that it's been on Broadway for 20 years this year and it will, it will continue whether it stays on Broadway for another 50, I, I don't know, but people will be doing the show for the next hundred years. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's uh, such a privilege to be able to be a small part of, of such a wonderful, wonderful show
2: yeah it really is it's i think it's so many for so many people wicked i think is such a an awakening of their joy for theater just because it's one of those shows you know from the moment that the overture starts it's just yeah. that overwhelming
0: and it's a good scale book. of it like like it um is. like the book and the lyrics and the music like it's all you know you know um not every musical is gonna be perfect but this yeah. is pretty bloody close yes. uh <laughs> and you walk away and you got very little qualms with it if any no. uh yeah It's magical. It's magic. It's theater magic. It is.
2: It really is. It's going to be so, and I'm so excited to see if and what changes there are for this latest rebirth of the show. It's so wonderful. I feel like we're seeing the next generation of theater in Australia on this stage. And it's going to be so wonderful, I think, to get to feel it in its full force again. Because it it feels like it's been, it probably hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's been like 10 years since Wicked was last here.
0: Yeah, the last tour was, was 2014. Is that correct? 2014? Last time I was here? Yeah, 2014.
2: Oh my... So it has almost been 10 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty close.
2: Crazy. So it's so exciting to have it back. I feel like it's one of those rare few shows that we will happily have it come back to Australia. How are you preparing now to take on the role?
0: I haven't gotten the script yet. No, that I, I won't get that for a little while, which is cool. So it's not like I'm doing any text work. Um, yeah. I think... Mental health is a big, big, uh, big thing to make sure mm-hmm. you have in check, and yeah. I, I often don't. Uh, like I've got mad stage anxiety, uh, mm-hmm. and so I'm just taking this opportunity to make sure that I am best prepared mentally as I can be to step into the rehearsal room and be able to freely give offers and you know, all that kind of stuff, and be able to step into opening night and comfortably have fun. You know, because we're not saving lives. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> You know we're not doing anything I, like we're telling stories and we're telling important stories, but at the end of the day it's theater, you know yeah uh, and and I get to do this for a living for the, for the moment, uh, and so i will I will cherish that and I'll take all of that in and make sure I'm best prepared for that
2: yeah. Absolutely, I think. And it's so important. It's not spoken about enough mental health in theatre. So it's really important, I think, that you are taking that into consideration because you're also, you're, you put yourself under a lot of pressure. It's, it's a big role that has been played by a lot of fantastic people, now including yourself. And I feel like it's hard to not, you know, let that um, intimidate you almost a bit. And, yeah. you know, imposter syndrome, something that we all suffer from. Well, I,
0: remember, I remember even doing Nick and absolutely loving Derek Lenner for the longest time. And I still do. And having that same kind of imposter syndrome, uh, even, even like, man, there's probably 110 better people to play this. And that's correct. The prob- there definitely are 110 yeah. more suited. But I'm the one who said yes. <laughs> and I, I got the lucky golden ticket. Uh, and to not like the greatest disservice yes, I could it's... do is is not fully embrace it mm. um, and just learning that. Also, fun fact, this is my second Derek Klenner role, because I think he did. He did Fiora at one point. Uh, fun of fact, I think I'm the youngest person to play Fiora because I think Derek Lennar was 22 and he was the youngest.
2: And obviously you have, we've, I've said this so many times now, you have such a wonderful principal cast mm. next to you. Yeah. What Have you worked with any of the principal cast before?
0: Have I worked with any of them? No. No. Mm. No, I haven't, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. And, you know... It'd be crazy if I had, because I've done like, what, one, two things. Um, uh, but it's great to be able to work with theatre legends like uh, Robin and Todd. That's very exciting. Um, yeah. Stuart is absolutely incredible. I'm not sure if, if you've seen them in Hamilton, but they're they're, they're insane. Um, uh, Courtney, we went to oh, – we didn't go to uni together, but we went to the same uni, and we've kind of been in each other's uh, – I don't know, like I, – I, Bubble, I guess maybe. And so, but, so it's cool. That's a bl- perfect term. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um. And so it's cool to finally do something together. That, that, that's that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. I met Sheridan in person for the first time today. She is a terrible person. <laughs> Absolutely terrible person. <laughs> no, she's she's beautiful. She's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Curtis as well is is terrific. Um. I met him on the on the marketing day. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be so much fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Adam Murphy, that's pretty cool. I saw him in Fun Home. He's incredible. Oh my gosh. Um, sorry, just got really excited. Just saying.
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I love it.
0: <laughs> I, I met I met Adam as well at the media day, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, saw Fun Home, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, if chill, he, be chill. If he, if he ever watches this podcast, I think he'll have a good yeah. laugh
2: you know, you get to do so many phenomenal and so many fun numbers in this show. What song are you most excited to begin, like, learning and working on?
0: That would, yeah, that would probably be as long as your are mine. I just think that is such a great, great piece musically. Um, yeah. The story in it is just, like, the stakes are so high, and mm-hmm. I won't spoil it, um, but the stakes are so high, and it's just so you know what I mean? If I were to describe that song, it's uh, <laughs> uh, and that's kind of like, as it uh, like, I I'm very excited to, to get my hands on that and to start working that. Um, yeah. That's going to be really cool. And then dancing through life as well is going to be fun. Um, yeah. I haven't been able to dance on stage yet. And I loved it. Like Nick, I think particularly actually as Nick, there's this one po- point at the end of the show where um, he, he was, he is supposed to dance. And so I made it like really lame. you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I'm excited to. I definitely to... saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, great. <laughs> it was a choice. I promise, it's a choice. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to uh, not dance like a uh, cringy one. Like a dad, yeah. or uh, actually, you know what? You can be the judge of that. Maybe I still will. Yeah. And maybe I should. I, mean, I should not we'll claim that. I'll hop on the podcast in a, in a after we open then I might say actually it's a choice I'm choosing to make it really lame
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're like it's it's nothing to do with my skill or my (laughs) ability
0: it's
2: it's an acting choice (laughs) yeah exactly just a really strong choice what's your favorite song outside of songs for Fiero
0: might be a bit lame but the overture um yeah I just the overture is probably the most magical moment of any show um very few overtures are as grand and epic and stunning as this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. You feel it, you know, yes. that's what, uh, that's what a good overture should have. Just when you feel it in your bones. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's like probably the one overture that I can listen to every time and it makes, solidly makes me cry every <laughs> single time. Cause it's yeah. just, it has that, it is, you feel it. To your core and it just feels it feels just like theatre and the magic of it. And I feel like you from that the moment the first note plays, you're completely in the world of wicked.
0: Because that's that's what an overture does, you know. It's that's that's what acting is. We on stage have a conversation with you, the audience, that is unspoken and we say, Hey, for the next like three hours, we're just gonna pretend that all of this exists. <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna pretend that uh, green people exist, we're gonna pretend that <laughs> witches and like and all of this kind of all this 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 world that we're living exists and the overture sets it up so perfectly
2: what is your favorite costume in the show
0: that would i i had a costume for maybe a month and a half ago now and i that was a pretty surreal moment you know putting on the red vest and the polo <clears throat> polo and the polo shirt <laughs> and the and the like the horse what do you call them the horse riding pants. The horse riding
2: boots. Yeah, yeah like come like, all, like, all the
0: way up to the knee. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was, because like, when you think, when I think of the era, I think of that piece. That, yeah. That ensemble. Just, just putting it on and just, because you don't, I'm not sure if anyone else is like this, but when I'm a part of something, because I'm a part of it, I think, well, it's not that cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, it's just like, I'm I'm here doing it. Um, yeah. But to be able to put that on and have, like, I think the tag said Rob Mills or something like that, and to see the legacy of, of the piece, and yeah. it was just cool. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a part of something so genuinely huge right now. And to yeah. look in the mirror and see that costume on me, I was kind of like, okay, well, that's it. That's all I needed. I'm done. I've got everything I wanted out of this contract. Uh, I'll see you yeah have fun
2: (laughs) yeah just like whoever whoever was a backup like i i got what i needed i'm good to go
0: no i'm very excited to step into into those fiero riding boots and join the cast and and put this whole show on the road
2: you've probably still got a little bit to go until rehearsals because you guys aren't on till august still so phenomenal we're so excited to see you in this role I guess that's kind of all the main questions that I have for you today. But, I mean, you've done one of these before already, but maybe we can think of another one. Did you have another bedtime story that you could share with us? What
0: bedtime story did I say last time?
2: Um, You said about you uh, not hitting the note.
0: Oh, that's embarrassing. That's (laughs) terrific. (laughs) Well, this is kind of like Wicked related. And I wasn't on stage, I was off stage. Uh, I was 12. And I'm just going to preface this. I was 12... When I, when I, when I saw the show and I was in the audience and I was like three rows from the front and, uh, you know, loving life and we're we're getting into the popular scene just before the song and Susie Mathers is being Susie Mathers, absolutely perfection. Uh, and all of a sudden from the depths of my, I don't know, blazer pocket. So I think it was on the ground or something like that. My phone starts to ring, but not only did it ring, I was twelve. And the ringtone uh, were, were minions, like from <laughs> just people me, going, ring, ring, ha, ha, ring, ring. Ha. Oh and, that, and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find the phone, and I was searching for it, and I finally picked it up, and I tried to cancel it, and I wasn't canceling, and I was like, get lost, get lost. Uh, and then I remember Susie saying, Ooh, someone's popular, and everyone in the, in the audience laughing at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. But ever since then like i went to see mamma mia on the weekend and I, I completely turned my phone off like i cannot risk yeah. it and this is a psa for everyone out there listening turn your phone off not yes. for the, not for the performance sake for your sake because that is embarrassing
2: yeah it is it's the most <laughs> horrific feeling because yeah. you know you, you work in theater so you're like <laughs> amazing well that is all the questions I have for you today. One, we are so excited and congratulations again. This is so phenomenal, and we're so excited to see you as Fiero. And for those listening, Wicked flies into Sydney from August at the Sydney Lyric Theatre. So for more info on tickets, head to wickedthemusical.com.au. And for more updates, make sure to follow Wicked Australia on Instagram at Wicked and Oz. And of course, Make sure you follow Liam Head on Instagram, which is just Liam underscore head to see what he is doing. And also for the next episode or the previous episode, I'm not quite sure where this episode is going to sit (laughs) yet. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and chat to us today and good luck for rehearsals when they start and for the rest of
0: your media day. Thank you, Tori. Thank you so much.